electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. Good Friday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm Carl Quintanilla with Jim Cramer and David Faber. We do have a bounce in store, but it will not be enough to prevent the worst week for the S&P in more than two years. Yields a little bit lower going into that long weekend. It's quad witching day, 10-year 3-2. Our roadmap begins with futures pointing to a bit of a relief rally, but the S&P, as we said, worst week since 2020. Plus, shrugging off recession warnings, President Biden says it's not inevitable and says there's reason for optimism because of the strength of the U.S. economy. Shares of Adobe will be watching them closely right now. They are down. The software company did issue a weaker than expected uh, guidance for the current quarter and the full year, Carl. All right, guys, ahead of that uh, three-day weekend, let's begin with the markets trying to rebound from yesterday's big sell-off. Bunch of people weighing in today, Ron Barron among them, uh, saying, is this an 82-like buying opportunity? Well, look, having bought stocks in 82, I would say that uh, the difference is is that that was – Volcker had taken rates up so high. Started, actually, the market actually started rallying before the, the uh, Volcker peak, uh, which is 19% uh, Fed funds rate. But, David, when I look at uh, what would possibly cause a bottom here, yes. believe it or not, I'm going to go back to what you said yesterday about the sell-off at 4 a.m. Okay. Because there were no buyers whatsoever. We took out every single level. Uh, and then let's go back to Adobe. Now, Adobe is very important because Shantan Orion's loved out West, and yet almost all the notes were negative about what he said, which he was somewhat optimistic in his outlook. And people said when he cut the outlook, which he didn't, by the way, he just said that there was currency issues, some issues involving seasonal weakness. But the um, scorn, the quiet scorn that people had for one of the great executives of our time, I think is very interesting because it just shows you people are fed up. But when are they fed up? When a stock goes down gigantically. It's like this morning, David, we got a downgrade at Toll Brothers. The stock was down 45% before they even come in. Yeah, but that's what, you know, that's how you get a bottom when you finally get these analysts. Now, I mean, Adobe, it's 699, where it was November 21st, which is the top of the market. Everybody loved it. So now it's 365 and everyone's skeptical. Looking down 20 bucks. Yeah, now they, they don't like it. At 600, at 700, they loved it. So they had to wait till it went down 50%. What do you think of that? Well, what I wonder is what Adobe's numbers are really going to look like if we do have a recession. I wonder uh, overall right. whether we're going to continue to have potential bear market rallies, but levels are still going to keep coming down. What happened? I mean, but you know, I can't figure out what earnings are going to look like a year from now. Tony so, Saginaw, um, you said 20% revenue declines in 2009. That's a pretty big number, right? Twenty percent yeah. off your no, top no, line. I'm, yeah, I'll mention because like Tony's done. Tony has been on lately. What's that about? You mean in the last forty-eight hours? No, I think he was on the, no, the ten yesterday. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. But this is a very good piece because that—that's a very interesting number versus a twenty percent revenue decline is pretty significant. 
but that was the worst. That's called the Great Recession. Actually, this is the Great What? This is going to be the seventh time in eight quarters that Adobe has fallen on earnings Isn't the day after. Amazing? Yeah, seven but out of now eight. Now they're finally skeptical. Now, but you know, every we had price target cuts, but no downgrades. And almost everyone on the street still loves it. David, when are they going to break ranks and downgrade it? Isn't that what you're waiting for? Buy to hold. Like we got Toll Brothers? Yeah, we've had a lot of research. I mean, some of which, the body of which is somewhat interesting, but these price targets are worthless. Um, I, I mean, yesterday's comes to mind that uh, neutral on Warner Brothers Discovery, which has just been horrific in terms of the performance of the stock since the deal. Yeah. And yet they had a $22 price target. Yeah. 22 bucks. How can you not have a buy when you see a stock saying it's going to go up? I don't know, but we see a lot. But of nobody price. wants because, to do that now. Because nobody the, wants to have a buy. All things. the price targets are way too high because they didn't downgrade. They didn't cut price targets and they didn't downgrade when they had a chance. Right. Again, to use the Adobe because it's front and center. Shantanu, um, you know, he's now he's trying to be optimistic and they, they don't believe him. Well, how about when it was at 700? Wasn't that when you downgrade yeah although i mean it's hard not to like it when it's got incredible revenue growth you sit there and talk about the success of that management team and the change in the business model that took this company into another realm yeah and yeah i mean you know you're asking tough things yes well okay so let's go through ubs goes from 450 to 415 all right well the stock, remember keep in mind the stock's at 360 okay uh, uh bear goes from 550 to 450 credit suisse goes from 525 to 425 uh, Bank of America goes from 560. Anyway, I, I don't want to overdo this, but what I'm saying is, is that because the price targets were so high, there isn't a single guy who actually lowers the price target to below where the stock is. They all are still higher. And Carl, it's very hard to get a bottom when no one downgrades. Yeah. Uh, that's that's why they call it the sell side. Um, now that said, uh, Baird gets optimistic on AXP. Wasn't that something? They go to outperform. Um, they say panic selling is creating an opportunity. Relentless panic selling. Well, in their but view. they're right. American Express is doing well. I mean, and the stock goes down just consistently. Now people are saying that travel got too expensive, so they're not traveling. David, I mean, everything. Look at this. American Express. I had a moment. The stock was at 185. And things were going great. Now they don't, you know, I think now you should look at it if you haven't looked at it yet. I think that makes sense. There's a lot of pain, man. You were the same outfit on Tuesday. No, I didn't. These it's are the these are the actual black jeans. I thought I had them on the other day, but they were just dark blue. I wear new ties every day. You, you wear a nice, beautiful a, suit. You come up with the same outfit constantly. It really just galls me. <laughs> I, I, it, it's well, true. anyway, away from that, how about the Amazon article? The Amazon article was very interesting. We were referring to a very long takeout in the journal on 15 Amazon. 15-minute read. They tell you how long. Talking about the reign of Andy Jassy and the fact that they over-expanded uh, dramatically, in part because they rely on some sort of proprietary metric. Yeah, um, uh, algorithm. That told them that demand was going to skyrocket. They went to the high end of what that metric was telling them. And as we know, the, the hiring, and we pointed this out during the period it took place, the hiring at Amazon was truly unlike anything we've ever yeah, seen like in corporate 19, America. 19, hundreds upon hundreds of in the thousands US. of employees. No, it was like the U.S. Army when we decided to be big in the Brazil Army. 1.6 million employees at the company, and obviously, and this is something I'd reported, it's been reported since, they're subleasing warehouses they no longer need because they built them for demand that has not uh, come. But, of course, the stock has been cut by a third. He took over right. in July of last year, new CEO Andy Jassy. They had you criticizing him in the article, and yet it would seem that the decisions that actually led to this were not his. And I apologize, even though he's a giant fan. 
I apologize because I thought it was uh, Chassis that overhired. Very clearly it was not. Bezos stepped back in during the pandemic in a more significant way. He was still CEO and in part made some of those decisions. I remember they also lost the head of retail. Clark left very recently, went to Flexport. I know. I met with the Flexport people when I was in San Francisco. Yeah. It's not as uh, as big as Amazon. No, it's not. Flexport. Right. Uh, it's a great piece. Uh, I like, piece I like Flexport. Yep. It's worth looking at. It on that piece was really amazing. But I want to apologize to Andy Jassy. I did not know that he had nothing to do with the overbuilding. Instead, has been trying to rationalize it. They could be, by the way, uh, Jay Powell's best friend because of the layoffs that are coming there. They've killed Prologis stock, too. Have they, and they of, make me question the new core acquisition of the company that helps build warehouses. Um, I like not to mention you had that huge deal for Duke. Right? Yeah. On that, yeah. What's happened here? I don't know. People just could be that wrong? I, I, I don't know. I mean, over time, I think there is still the demand will be met. It's just that we have a bit of a, a backup but right now. But that piece was... There was an expectation at Amazon that what they were seeing they during the pandemic this. would just continue like this. Right. But they got that horrible quarter, and now it's really much more on Bezos than it was on Jassy. And yet I, I pointed the finger at Jassy. It happens. I've made a mistake. I figured that Jassy was the guy who did it wrong. Jassy didn't say during the call this wasn't my fault. No, he so. didn't say that. <laughs> well, Jay did. Remember, Jay, we forget that Jay said some of the stuff was his fault. Jay. Blue Jay. I mean, what is Jay? Jay Powell you're speaking about. I now. think we have to retire Jay. We got to Jerome. Jerome Jerry. Powell. Jerry Powell. Like I call him Fed Jerry Chief McGuire. Powell. What? Fed Chief Powell. Oh, aren't you, Mr. Big Guy? I call him Jay. I, I'm aware of what right, you I'm going to call him Fed Chief Powell. Maybe that'll change his luck. Uh, I mean, he's batting like 180. The other good piece in the journal this week was about retail inventories line. and discounts. Oh. Uh, inventories like you've never seen uh, on the way. Um, Shanghai noticed last night, Shanghai LA freight rate set to go negative year on year, Jim. Yeah, well, they've decided to fool you and get you back in that market again with the ant deal, right? Now they get you. She's so smart. Every time you think you're out with the Chinese market, they put you right back in. They pull you back in. You're referring to a real rally today in Chinese technology-related companies in part because of a story in Reuters that says the China Central Bank has accepted Ant Group's application to set up a financial holding company. People may remember this was set to be two years plus ago. Uh, the, well, I think it was two years ago, right? The largest IPO of all time. Um, it's 30, still 33% owned by Bob. Is that what the uh, equity stake is? Um, and now, of course, there is speculation once again that given that um, it could raise hopes that the Chinese regulators are easing their crackdown and that maybe you'd even see a, a public ant at some point as well. How about seeing a public ma? Jack Ma has not been in public very often. And you found him using GPS locator? How did you find him? I had this thing called a phone. It's amazing. You, have, you do not have Jack Ma's phone. You dial it. And do you have Jack Ma's phone number? I'm not discussing whose phones, no, no, whose phone numbers I have and whose I don't. I don't have anybody's phone number that big. You have everybody's phone number. In fact, most of them text you during the show. Yeah, they do. They do text me. Yeah. Oh, here's a guy texting me about the Phillies. The head of a major company whose quarter's been missed three times. There you go. Phillies have You're going to get year. some World Cup action. That's kind of exciting. Can you believe that? Yeah, very nice. That was really great news. Uh, that and about and the Dow holding down 19 percent would be significant. Isn't it interesting how wrong the Dow is? The Dow? They, they need to retire the Dow. It's it's, it's, a, it's a little says silly. It I've been saying I'll, that forever. You have been saying it yes. forever. Um, interestingly, B of A, whom we watched closely because they were so early in saying to sell, 
uh, today. Nibble at 3,600, Bite at 3,200, Gorge at 3,000. Gorge. Opportunities for second half for well, 2023 bulls. I gorge at 3,000 and purge at 360. Yeah, gorge at 3,000. You Whoa. quoted the most significant thing I've seen You like today. that poll today? Oh, my God. The A client poll at JPM. They said, at what level would you be comfortable buying SPX? <laughs> the range went from 3,500 down to 2,000. <laughs> median, median was uh, 3,200. Don't you think that's significant that they all want to buy it when it's cut by... Do you think that was significant? Yes, it was significant. No, no, I mean, you should say something like, yeah, you know what, I read it, it was really significant. Uh, I read it, it was really significant. We got industrial production after the break. Don't go away. Let's get straight to the point. You want to grow your portfolio to fight rising costs of inflation or pay off your debt or anything standing in the way of you and financial freedom, right? Yahoo Finance, our sponsor today, can help. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been helping great investors like you. Whether you're a seasoned investor or just looking for tips, Yahoo Finance makes it super easy by putting all the tools and data you need in one spot. Yahoo Finance takes a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and more. You can securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including 401k and other investments. That's how Yahoo Finance gives you insights and helps you take a look at your wealth in its entirety. That big picture perspective is what great investors need. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor. YahooFinance.com, the number one financial destination. YahooFinance.com. That's YahooFinance.com. Welcome back to Squawk on the Street. Rick Santelli here live at CMEHQ. And guess what? We're going to be having some breaking news shortly. Our May read on industrial production and capacity utilization. And it's hitting the wires as I speak. Up two-tenths on IP industrial production. That is half of expectations. And in the rearview mirror, at least up to now, we still have the last release of up 1.1. Up two-tenths? Well, up two-tenths of the week is since it was negative in September at minus 1.22%. And maybe the more important utilization rate for May, it's 79.0, 79.0. Why is that good? Because we just jumped into the highest uh, utilization rates since 2008. 2008, when the range was basically uh, 79, uh, I'm sorry, uh, 79.0 remains only out to 2018. If it jumped up another half a percent, it would have made it down back to 2008. So these are lofty levels to be sure, a four-year high, and revisions trickling in. Last month's 1.1 now stands it up 1.4. Squawk on the Street will return after a short break. You seek the key. But first, you must learn the ways of precision, craft, and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system up to a 313-mile range and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is their most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Every day. Thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create, like Olu Sheyi, a 
Comcast engineer who grew up bonding with his dad over sports. This inspired him and his team to create AI Highlights technology that uses AI and machine learning to detect the major plays in a sporting event. So millions of fans have a way of catching up on their favorite sports. Learn more at ComcastCorporation.com. Getting some breaking news regarding Pfizer and Moderna vaccines. Let's get to Meg Terrell. Morning, Meg. Hey, Carl. Well, Pfizer and Moderna both getting FDA emergency use authorization for their vaccines down to six months of age. So this would be the youngest age group yet eligible for vaccination, the only one so far that had not yet had access to the vaccine. Uh, The authorization comes for Moderna uh, up to 17 years of age. So this is a a big age group down to six months for them. Uh, For Pfizer, which had already been authorized down to five years, uh, this authorizes them for six months to four years old. Uh, So this was widely expected after the positive advisory committee votes, unanimous votes from the advisors to the FDA on Wednesday. Uh, Now this will go to the CDC, which will be discussing this with its advisors today and taking a vote tomorrow. If that vote is favorable and the CDC director signs off, uh, these doses could start to become available early next week to parents of kids under five. Guys? Meg, really quick, uh, production uh, abilities and forecasts, where are we right now with, with, uh, with the vaccine? Well, right now, they've made millions of doses of uh, this vaccine available for this age group. States have ordered them. Uh, so there's not expected to be any sort of production uh, you know, supply uh, inadequacy for this age group. What we're looking to is the fall and the U.S.'s ability to purchase more vaccines. There is some funding for uh, probably the most vulnerable groups, but the government has said they will need more funding to purchase enough vaccines if we need boosters for everybody in the fall. And that is something the FDA is going to consider on June 28th, what the fall should look like, what the boosters themselves should look like, uh, and we'll start to think about who should be getting them. But that is definitely a question for later in the year. Hey, Meg, just remind people, what has been the uptake for kids above five? You know, it's been authorized, but I think you've reported that not that many have been getting vaccinated. And so perhaps that'll be a sign for the reluctance of parents to vaccinate their even younger kids. Yeah, absolutely. With each younger age group that's been authorized, we've seen less and less uptake. So it's about 30 percent for kids 5 to 11 who've been vaccinated. And polling suggests only about 20 percent of parents of kids under five want to go out and get the shot for their kids right away. We have heard from some very vocal parents who absolutely want to go out and get protected. So we'll probably see an initial rush and then a falling off in demand. Uh, But the FDA is emphasizing that these should provide protection against severe disease and hospitalization uh, and death, even though that's very rare in this young age group. The experts say it's something that parents should consider. All right, so Meg, let me trace a scenario out because this is not going to matter to any of these stocks because they're all pathetic. Um, what would happen if President Xi said, you know what, I've been waiting for this news to give this vaccine. We have 500 million BioNTech, which of course is not U.S., it's Europe, and we're going to start giving them. Is there any chance, hope, idea that President Xi will relent in his ability to try to control an uncontrollable disease by keep, keeping, keeping people locked down? I think there's a hope that that will happen because most, certainly almost every public health expert I've heard talk about this don't think that trying to lock things down uh, is a way to control this. It's only a stopgap measure to being able to vaccinate people, as you've just pointed out. Uh, but whether they will actually be a real relenting on that, I think uh, is an open question. Uh, but certainly nobody in public health thinks that's sustainable or productive. Excellent. Thank Thanks. You. 
How do you Thanks. think, um, I mean, it's been a while since public health and the, the virus has been the top of our conversation, but is that a, could that return as a leading dynamic in the fall? Well, I mean, in the, to the extent that it limits activity. Look, I, I, I have to take my cue from someone who knows more than I do, Mr. Broussard from Humana, who just said, listen, it's just not as bad as the flu anymore. And I think that really does matter because the flu season comes and we don't think, wow, you know, we got to like keep everybody apart. The one thing it's still true, and this I think hurt Amazon, is that you still have to have quarantine. Uh, and I think that the next thing will happen, Dave, and you may disagree with this, is that We'll even go away from quarantine. No, I, I don't disagree. I think we will go away from Stay that. Stay home for a couple of days. Yeah, if you're sick, stay home. If you're sick, stay home. But maybe we should do that for everything. I yes, often work of course when I'm we sick. Should. That's now wrong. I had perfect I attendance when I grew up. I do not want that you to work wrong. when you're sick. I want you to stay home. Okay, Mom. I really do. Thank you, Mom. You're welcome. The, the, the sick day looking out as an HR tool has been blown up. Because if you don't need any excuses now, no. if you don't feel well, don't come in. Uh, no, I mean, right. I could say you have a stomachache. But you should still Let's work. Say you had still a lot of work, though. You still got to be in front sure. of your computer. Oh, oh, yeah. Sure, they're working. They're in front <laughs> of, yeah, they're in the metaverse, partner. I was at our HQ this week. It was, was awesome. There's so many people there on one day. So many. It was great. Oh, then the next day, oh, crickets. God. Where do you work? I'm not discussing it. So it's a secured location. It's a, oh. <laughs> it was wonderful. <laughs> Seeing all these people. Yeah, but in, if we went to an Amazon but warehouse right now, they would they all be go the next, the next day? None of them wanted to come robots? to work. Well, I don't understand. It's only Wednesday? Why did they quote me on the Jassy thing? Was they trying to get me on the low side of Jassy? <laughs> they hate you. It's all about that. They hate well, the whole you. world revolves around me. You're and my a wife name. Is, You're a name. On Father's Day, does the world revolve around me? You're a stock pundit. <laughs> We will get uh, the, the, the stock pundits mad dash and the opening bell in a few moments on this Friday. Don't go anywhere. All right, two and a half minutes before we end the trading week. Yeah. Let's get a mad dash in. Well, we have mad money, but you know, there used to be a show mad. Yes. Uh, it was on uh, yeah, it was John Hamm. Yes. Okay. Mad Men. Right. Now, Utz was Utz. their, Utz was the brand. They talked about the ad campaign. I'm talking about Utz as a mad dash. David, this is a SPAC, and it, it's, it's above. Where oh, my God. It's above 10 bucks. Yeah. Now, um, that's because they have cheese balls, my wife's favorite food. They give us these gigantic cheese balls things. Does she eat them with the Baconator or... Or no, that's out. That oh, was they, John they, Oliver. She decided to switch to the chicken sandwich because of John Oliver. But, David, I'm this because Goldman Sachs upgrades this. And this is a SPAC that I found that did not hurt people. And, it, and one of the reasons why they love it, and yes, I'm being facetious, but they just say, I thought this was a significant thing, David. Uh, while we saw savory, salty snacks outperform sweet snacks, we are seeing consistent, robust growth in snacking. So they upped this. And what I think this is kind of a watershed moment because of SPAC that doubled and then it just goes down, 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 down. And Goldman adds this because it's a defensive SPAC. So, David, not every SPAC is bad. No, not every SPAC is a disaster. No, not like Wish. Most are. No, not everyone. all are. But I thought this was very interesting that the cheese ball SPAC worked. It's a cheese ball. Cheese ball. <laughs> It was remarkable yesterday to listen to Chanos talking about SPACs. At one point last year, 
soaking in three billion in cash a night, which was equivalent, to, which was equivalent to the entire U.S. savings rate, which struck Chanos as the height of absurdity. I think is what he said. I think Chanos is dead right on that one. Well, if he shorted every spec out there, then he's. He's doing pretty he's well. He's doing very I have well. no idea if he did that, but... Some of those SPACs are just giving back the money now. It's like here. Yeah, well, I, we pointed out how many SPACs are out there with, them, with two-year time limit, and are they really all going to be able to find a deal? It's well over 500 that are looking for a transaction. Well, Perfect. that's ridiculous. In this market in particular, although there may be some bargains now, but very difficult. You know, I had boxed on several times. Boxed, right? B-O-X-D. That's now at a dollar thirty-seven. Okay? I want to contract and see if you put that together. Huts, like box goods, you're almost back even. How about next? You, you like that next door? How's that kind of thing you do? Guys, check this out. Uh, Jim loves the metaverse. and I do. Here, although here at the big board, we got Globe Collaborative. Uh, a sustainable consumer products company listing via SPAC, backed by uh, Richard Branson at the NASDAQ. Okay. It is Journey, creator of immersive experiences, ringing the bell in the metaverse. Well, that's two, uh, David, you know what? Those <laughs> are two companies ringing the bell. I'm going to leave it at that. Wow. Do you want to comment more? There are two companies ringing the bell. A SPAC by Richard Branson that does what, um, yeah, hey. Branson, man, he keeps the SPACs coming. Um, that's, look, is that what our future is? That is our future. That's, yeah, that's, that's what that's our us. show will look like. In a that's going to be us. Yeah. So we, we, have like met, we have our metaverse little thing, too. Look at those avatars. Like they need to, they need to find two of applause. See, there we yeah. are in the metaverse. <laughs> and Jim's yeah. pointing to the sky. Nice. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Just and a look, preview. they got me in the right outfit. Yeah. I do like that. Remember my wife? It's going to be it. My, how many years till we're replaced by our avatars? One. Uh, one. Yeah. No, but they're going to look like Jensen. Is that what you're hoping exactly for, like, Carl? You yes. will not be able to tell when Jensen's at, when NVIDIA, which goes down every single day, by the way, I had to rename my dog. Yes, Uts. NVIDIA. My NVIDIA's dog's now Uts. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but, what? But, that was funny. Yeah. Do you remember when you're going to call your dog Uts? Do you remember <laughs> when my wife put up to Jeremy Renner and said she loved him in Avatar? Well, there you go. One of the great moments. That's your Avatar. Jeremy Renner. She said, really, I loved him in Avatar. He looked at me. What do I... You know, uh, Jim, NVIDIA is actually up, so maybe you don't well, need to... Oh, oh come on. I'm going home. That's it. No more need to comment. Let's talk to you later. It's good to see you, partner. Great I'm going to sit here with the uh, Branson. Glad we I got had the such, Branson thing. We had such good times There's no together. handhelds. So you have to go like this. All the way around. Nice. Where are you going? Go, I'm nice. going for the Branson thing. Uh, no? Branson's not here. No, he's not? No. He's not here? He's not here. He's not Jim, really quick, we lost uh, the futures, the pre-market gains. Dow's down at the of open course. here. One, one point that's been brought up today uh, is although the pain has been plain, uh, six straight weeks of equity inflows. Another $15 billion last week. Six weeks, uh, even though the outflows from oh. high yield and investment grade. Oh, God, the high yield. I hope David gets into the HYG because I've never seen it. Six weeks, weeks of inflows, but I, it's not enough to make up for, say, a national, uh, uh, a central bank that's selling stocks. Uh, yeah, well, that's a reference yesterday. We don't know if the Swiss National Bank was selling any of the stock. Look at this. I mean, today what? may be a day yeah. where, when everyone just says, oh, of There's, course it's down. Maybe some. Maybe that's a day. Watch Adobe at, and watch out. Well, look at the high yield index. It is worth discussing the financing markets. Uh, you know, they're getting tougher. They're getting tougher. Uh, not a surprise. Tougher. Of course it's not a surprise. There are a number of deals out there. I know people want to focus on Kohl's. It's a sort of a unique financing, given how much real estate they have. They're still trying to plow through that. 
Um, but nothing's easy. But anybody who wants to sort of correlate or make a reference to the 08 period, that's ridiculous. It's nothing like that. Um, you Where can was still H-Y-G? raise money. You've got to pay more for it. Okay. Um, and what's big in the systemic. H-Y-G? Say again? What's big in the H-Y-G's um, Teva. Teva? Telco, too? Telco, no. Entertainment? I mean, charter. Really? I don't know. No, that's true. I, yeah. just, I told you this during the break. You <laughs> It did, but yeah. my short-term memory hasn't gone because I remembered you oh, told I me know. those so things. My wife just said you're a dead man for mentioning the Baconator again. <laughs> me? Yeah. Don't bother dead coming man. home, Jim. No, she's mad at me no. now. Oh, oh. She Wait was a second. A, she was she okay doesn't watch the show. I, I, she put it on. I can't believe it. Someone must have texted her. She does not have a show. Um, but we're going to keep an eye on the financing markets because, of course, there has been a nice pace to deal making, even despite this volatility of late. Very difficult to, of course, negotiate a price when you have this kind of volatility. But at the same time, we have a lot of LBOs that are potentially lined up. But a difficult financing market can make that a lot harder. Plus, bring the price down if, in fact, you have to pay more, obviously. Uh, increase your equity check as well. Doesn't mean deals are dead, but certainly something that we are. This uh, is lever- lever deals, you're Correct. speaking about. Correct. Lever deals. Closely watch. By the way, um, uh, FT noted yesterday $100 billion in junk debt trading 10 points above Treasury, which we classically describe as distressed. Wow. Yield doesn't do well in a recession. No, it sure does about recession. But it's very interesting you compare it to 2008. Now, people are doing that. I know, but they want to, but it's not. Most of them who are doing that didn't actually live through it. You've got, all, I mean, like we used to talk about, you've got a lot of younger traders, so to speak, and younger investors. Younger asset allocators who are in their 30s who were not, not working no. and in 07. Now, do they have an allocation for Bitcoin? And is, what's the margin rate for Bitcoin? See, if the, if the Fed were smart, they'd change the margin rate for Bitcoin. If the SEC were smart, they would say, listen, we're done with this idea that they're not securities. But, you know, they, they didn't do it. Neither of them did it. They completely let us down. Uh, on rates? On regulation? You, can, you know, it's like it's what it's like Bernanke could have done. They could have raised the how much money that you have to put down for a house, but they didn't do that. They have power to do this stuff, but they always claim that they don't. It's really amazing that they claim they don't have this kind of power. Meanwhile, the former president claimed he had the power to do something to Pence that I don't even want to talk about. It is the it's the worst week for Bitcoin uh, since March of 2020, uh, down almost 30 percent for the week. Wow. We got 72 of the top 100 coins, Jim, down 90 percent. And I know we talked about uh, three arrows earlier this morning. Do you know uh, that Dogecoin is down 95 percent from when uh, Elon Musk, went on SNL? The SNL. Yeah. By the way, the Elon meeting yesterday was uh, very kind. The Twitter, nice. you mean the yes. Twitter meeting. No, Actually, yeah. good. Tell us what you heard. Okay, so it was run really, you know, by, by that terrific CMO, okay, by Leslie Berlin. I don't know if you've met Leslie. She's sensational. It was a great, there was comedy, C-O-M-I-T-Y kind. Yes. Where she would ask the questions when, when Elon would be, veal, you know, when he would veer too much towards, say, aliens, she'd bring him back. Got it. Um, a lot of people came back and were impressed at how much work he had done. And how kind he was, and that they were kind of surprised that he wasn't arrogant at all, and that he had a great relationship with Leslie, who's an important CMO. Interesting. Uh, and people came back and said, you know what? This is very for real, and he's a respectful man. Do you believe a billion users is feasible? I think that he, it, look, I've never, I've never doubted this man's abilities. I was very glad to hear that he was both humble 
No condescension yesterday. Nobody's ever questioned his rigor. I mean, no. he, I, mean I think he, he will, can do it. He can get on the assembly line anywhere right. and spot anything that is potentially needs to be Reminds dealt me, with. Uh, he can walk into the no, no. into SpaceX as well and do the same thing. I mean, so I say yes. I think he can Musk do it. Musk is unique. I was so thrilled um, that he was. And by the way, he was even fun and funny. All right. All of which adds what, up what, to absolutely nothing in terms of whether he's actually well, going to follow through no, and buy what? this company at 5420. Who has that insight? I've been, I worked on that, all that insight. That's great. I think it's very you interesting. You just dismissed my insight. No, I said that it's not necessarily connected to the fact that he's going to follow through and buy this company for $44 no, billion, no, okay, that's fine. Most of which is in, his, most no, of which that, is that, in cash right. coming from him. That's, By no, the way, that, cash that's true. for a guy whose net worth is still one of the highest on the planet, but is obviously down from when... Uh, Tesla was a trillion-dollar company. Right. By the way, uh, Adam Jonas, Morgan Stanley, has a note today about the auto business in a recession. He writes, apart from Elon, no other auto CEO has rung the bell with a warning on recession. In our view, this could change prior to Q2 earnings season. He mentions Ford noting the rising delinquencies. We expect right. a chorus from here. It's interesting because delinquency in this market is very different because if they reclaim it, it's actually worth more than what they <laughs> bought it for, so it would actually be positive. Uh, Ford... Did Ford have another recall today, or was that just yesterday? I don't know. But did you see that Tesla is potentially going to raise price? I think significantly. The website reflects higher yeah. prices. Yeah. I mean, perhaps as much as 6000 I mean, heading into a recession, that's not exactly a grabber. No, but he does have um, incredible are, demand. Which it's not clear that we are, but it's possible that we are. And certainly he even intimated you'd think that he would try, you know, that's not easy. But maybe the demand will still be there. No, I mean, the demand could be there. Um, I think there will be because you can't, you know, if you don't have to advertise, you're just selling out. That's pretty amazing. By the way, Ford should sell its Rivian because why would Amazon need all these trucks, vans, if they're trying to cut back? Well, so eventually Ford, Amazon is going to need them. It's not as though their demand eventually, I mean. Eventually. Yes. So what do they do, just park them? <laughs> well, let's just park them in a giant Amazon parking lot. Do you think Rivian's going to be able to make enough of them in a short enough amount of time that it's going to really matter? I mean, before they... What, do you think they might have problems? No, I'm just saying. What what it, I mean, Amazon what, wants 100,000 of them eventually, right? That may be... That was... Not going to get them this year. I think that was Bezos that wanted those, not Jassy. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting how that split is uh, is sharpening. Isn't that yeah, something? The, the, how it fooled even, even Bezos, one of the great innovators at scale. The pull forward in COVID was such a wild card. Yes. Uh, the, the, the algos, nothing could understand what was coming at us. If Amazon they, can't understand it. Now, then. subletting warehouses. Why would they need all these rivets? They're subletting warehouses. Well, they still are delivering millions and millions. Well, a lot of the analysts I mean, say they're delivering. They're, second they're half fulfilling millions. Yep. And, I mean, you know, and they're still prime. Of millions. They're still prime. Yeah. It's not like Amazon is not doing what it does. Look, and I they think still want to go the to fact same, making fun of Amazon same day delivery consistently. Thing. No, but I just thought that article was, you know, I'm just praising that article because, boy, that was eye-opening. Bezos was just hiring like mad. Jassy goes over to from Amazon Web Services to the regular part and says, that's not how we do it. Can you imagine that every day? That's not how we do it, David. That's not how we do it, David. Meanwhile, it is worth uh, recalling that Amazon Web Services is still the profit engine of this company. Right. You'd 33 quarters of it. Yeah, only a seventh of the revenue, but the bulk of profitability. And advertising, by the way, with, which also has a very significant margin, but which could be right. threatened if, in fact, we have a recession, is also a very high margin, high growth business. Does it matter to you that Oracle had a really good quarter and that even though you might disagree with the Adobe guidance, 
Adobe had a really good quarter? Is that just irrelevant? I think these companies are rather amazing if they had good quarters. All right. I think Meta's going to have a good quarter. So then why not back up the truck at 350 on Adobe? Well, let it go. You to have a three-year time horizon. I'm not going to disagree with that. I think I think Shantanu had a good quarter. Any doubt that? I mean, we mentioned the the mega cap tech selling yesterday, but it's outperforming the equal weight S and P last few days. Is, do you have any doubt that mega cap tech bounces first? I think mega tech get, is trying to put in a bottom. I think I asked that question of Meg. Can you imagine what these stocks would do if President Xi were to join the Council of Nations and actually be in favor of the vaccine? I mean, you think any of these stocks? I mean, Alphabet isn't even in China. The stock probably goes up ten percent. We're all keen on, we are all kind of, I don't know why more people don't talk about how the fact that China has got us hostage with semis, and it turned out that Russia had food and oil. That was all you needed to be a great power, is to have food well, and oil. Putin's so, speech today a, is pretty chilling. Yes, well, well, uh, tell us. The, the notion that uh, the West thinks they are the center of power globally, he's well aware of the leverage he has regarding nat gas again today. Right. Italy, they're, they're, Italy saying we yeah. may have to pull they're emergency claiming, uh, They're claiming a power. number of components that they can no longer receive, but there are people who are questioning that in terms of the Nord Stream not delivering as much gas as it's supposed to. By the way, guys, uh, Exxon, uh, Chevron, Energy in general have been down a little bit lately. Uh, you know, there is this growing belief, I've heard it a number of times from people who know nothing, of course, because they manage money and they don't know anything about geopolitics, <laughs> but they try. Um, but there's this growing belief that Zelensky is going to be forced to somehow negotiate and therefore because Europe cannot handle what's coming their way. They cannot handle the shutdowns that are going to have to take place in terms of their industrial sector because they don't have enough energy. And therefore, they are ultimately going to have to be forced to say, you've got to figure out a way to accept, accept the victory that you have. So is so there going to be a meeting? And therefore, and therefore, the war ends in some way. Although I don't know what happens. You're still embargoing Russian oil, but somehow that's a very good thing. Maybe the wheat starts getting out and in have, general. But you've noticed the weakness in, in energy the last few days, why right? Don't they, why don't they have a meeting, the British and French, with Putin in Munich, commemorating a, another great opportunity in 1938? All right, And yeah. cut out the Czechs. I mean, cut out, the, cut out Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Would that be unbelievable? Remember they cut out the Czechs? Benes was a... Democratically elected president, and they cut him out in Munich. Can you imagine if they cut out Zelensky in the four-power meeting? No, I can't. Germany, but France, Europe, we've got to, we, we do need to start to focus on what Europe's needs are going to be in terms of energy and whether they're going to be able to withstand what's coming their and way. And by the way, Freeport LNG today, force majeure through September. Unbelievable. Uh, Nothing. Even our, even our best intentions are not going to be enough. No. Uh, Freeport I know well. Michael Smith's been a guest with us. Of course, we haven't even talked company. about the, food, the famine that's coming because of this. No, we haven't. The whole West is paralyzed no, we haven't. by one small country the size of Belgium in terms of economy that has food and oil. I'm and sorry, so I didn't hear you. It's one country the size of Belgium that has food and oil, and the West is going to capitulate, uh, and there'll be peace in our time. Sort of what, what Macron's been saying. What are you? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'm Chamberlain. At least I got it. Well, you might be thinking Wilt Chamberlain. No. I got a different no. guy. Right. Wilt was pretty dominant, though. In, in, in different, in different ways. Yes. yes. In, in a number to, of different ways. Went to my, went to my <laughs> dad's high school. I, you know, that is what he Still got to have fun. What? My dad went to his high school, I think. Who? To like, Wilt Chamberlain's high yeah. school? Overbrook. 
on, on much more... Uh, <laughs> Congrats to Steph Curry, by the way. Yes, that's yes. right. Yes. That's Steph Curry. Four by the way, we're getting like a bottom in Apple. And I, you know how there's another show where there, people talk about unusual activity? There's no unusual activity in, in C-Gen, Seattle Gen X, but it does go up every day. No unusual activity. Why are you pointing out Seattle genetics? Because it's been up every single day. And, well, there's this belief that there the is still C- going to be continued consolidation among the some CEO, of these biotech companies that the big Dr. pharma Siegel's continues gone. to buy. Dr. Siegel's gone. Okay. So I see this go up. Merck has a relationship with them every what's day. The, what's the symbol, Jim, so they can bring it up for us? S-G-E-N. S-G-E-N, right? Yeah. Look at this stock. Yeah. Look at this stock. A reverse head and shoulders with buying every single day. Merck has a big piece. It reminds me very much of Biohaven with Pfizer. Remember it's when not, Pfizer bought the rest of Biohaven? not a small market cap there, though. Well, Merck's a big company. Merck is a large company, yes. Is that the name that you are positing that conceivably would be a buyer of Seattle There's Gen? There's three things I'm positing. One is that Merck might buy Seattle Gen because they have a stake. Okay. Two is that Adobe is not going down any more than 15. And three is that Apple and the Times as we've been talking went from being flat to being up big. Okay. And, and that may be, remember, we got a piece today, kind of an old times piece about how Apple's brand name the brand name is worth a trillion dollars, dude. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, um, we do got news on Snap, uh, potentially this new uh, oh, premier service. Uh, Roblox yeah. with the downgrade today, Jim. Yeah, out of uh, Truist, they go to hold. <laughs> you see what they said? 2029. It's outperformed lately. Can we get a chart of Roblox? Yeah. They said because it's outperformed lately, they're upgrading it. Look at this chart. No, I need. It's outperformed lately. <laughs> now is the time, David, to buy Roblox. Mercury, Glauber. But my, one of the best ones is Rocket. Uh, Wells Fargo uh, uh, saying that it's rockets going a little lower. How low is rocket already gone? Uh, when that thing came public, it was one of the biggest uh, IPOs of all time. That has just been disastrous. Yeah. And you, you're a champion of that CEO. No, Dan Gilbert, but that's for... No, not Dan the, Gilbert, the CEO of No, rocket. but I'm saying when Dan Gilbert stock started, you know, yes. Dan Gilbert, Dan Gilbert was a great, great man. Yeah, he, yes, and he's had some health issues. But rocket has been... Uh, a one-way ticket. Houston, we have a problem. Well, have you seen the nail yeah, ETF? This yeah, is leveraged Farmer. a home building. Uh, down yeah. 45% in uh, five days. Uh, you know, we all act as if, like, oh, my God, we're in a bear market. We have been in a bear market for most stocks since November, okay? Half, half, I'd say most of half of the stocks we peaked in March. And people just say, you know what, we're in a bear market. We've got time to sell UWM Holdings, giant uh, real estate play. It's time to sell Compass. It's time to sell Redfin. Now? So have we overshot, Jim? I mean, no, it's I'm so just hard saying, to know, right? People are coming on and saying it's time to, to sell stocks that are down 75%. You, yeah, the, uh, the the toll downgrade today. Oh, was that great? Down 45%. Yes. They're actually probably going to make M- the MDC, point. some others as well. No, it's Underweight. just... Now, there's no, do you know that there's no firm recommending toll right now, no major firm, and that there are more sells than there are, there's equal number of sells and holds. Look at that, toll brothers. Right. Will you look at that? Uh, I am looking. Now's the time to sell toll. Now's the time to bet against yearly. I'd rather, I want to sell Dutch bros, but not toll bros. With a name like Guts. It's got to be gotta good. It's got to be smucker. <laughs> Cheese balls. Cheese balls. Mm. Not Baconator. No. She likes cheese balls. She eats them like this. <laughs> you're, you're, you I'm are. dead. Are you trying to get divorced? What's yeah. going on got here? Father's Day. Been serious? there, done that, partner. <laughs> That's technically accurate. As a reminder, you can always get in on the CNBC Investing Club with Kramer. 
Sign up and find out more at CNBC.com or just use the QR code on your screen. As we go to break, uh, yields down across the board, not quite to session lows, but 10-year below three and a quarter, two-year below 315, and you got the VIX uh, back below 32. Dow's up 200. We reclaim 30K. S&P's back above 3,700. Look at the week-to-date gainers. All of, most of them uh, related to either dividend hikes, M&A, or earnings. You got FedEx leading here. Duke Realty's in there as well. Oracle also on the list. There's only about 16. Uh, Biogen, Fox, Cisco, Monster Beverage. We'll take a break here. Get a lot more Squawk in the Street in a moment. Let's get to Jim and stop trading. Today's an interesting day because we had a lot of cynicism at the opening and the market didn't go anywhere, went down. Now things are coming back. I want to point out Dow Chemical, which is now, of course, Dow, Jim Fitterling's excellent company. Um, it's downgraded from buy to hold at Goldman. Now, now what's important is, is this stock, I'm sorry, it's City. I didn't mean to insult Goldman. Uh, this, I have them on mine. I was there yesterday. Uh, this stock is down from 71. Okay, it goes to 55, and City chooses to downgrade it just when it yields 5% and is doing okay. So I think that this is the kind of research, again, that we're pointing to, like Toll Brothers. I just don't think it's a lot of value added. Stock's down big, 5%, literally doing well. So there we go. Dow. Dow's my stock. Largely based on what they think the Fed's going to do in terms yeah, of breaking you know, commodities. Commodity chemicals. Yeah. And I, look, I totally get it. They're going to break commodity chemicals. But the market's very forward-thinking. The reason why it's at 55 is pretty much everybody recognizes they're going to break commodity chemicals. And uh, no one thinks that Jim has it in him to be able to navigate this six times earnings. And I'm betting with Jim against Cindy. How about tonight, Jim? All right, I got an issue. I have energy, which is a utility, but I got an issue on Qualcomm. Now, Qualcomm is straight down, sells at nine times earnings. You'd think that Cristiano Mon won't come on, but he's willing to come on. The we code of the we game. really didn't get to their uh, victory in Europe this week regarding that no. antitrust fine. No, no one cares about anything positive. They're too busy selling out Venice and Czechoslovakia. Oh, I'm sorry. It's Zelensky in Ukraine. It's like a Jeopardy question. Uh, it has not happened yet. There is full support for Yeah, full support. But it's just yeah, Europe let that and the economy in Europe that, and what's going to happen. Well, let that rump country. It's hard rump to run a factory on no energy. They cheered Chamberlain when he came home. Yes, they did. Yes, they did, because war is not good. Jim, we'll see you tonight. Yep. Mad Money, 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, with the gains here, weekly losses are still large, but not quite as big as last week's losses. We're back in after a moment. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. This podcast is supported by FedEx. Dear small and medium businesses, no one wants happy customers more than you do. So you need a business partner just like you. Like FedEx, who understands your passion for serving your customers because they have the same commitment towards you. That's why FedEx offers you picture proof of delivery, packageless and paperless returns, as well as weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. What's more, FedEx Ground is faster to more locations than UPS Ground. Trust FedEx for timely deliveries. See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx.